were you able to resolve the work phone call, Jared? Did you tell them just take the pictures of the black family off the walls and hide them under the bed? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Speaking of that. Oh, no, I can't believe there's a segue for that. That other way, than the original all, story. Yeah, first of all, um, it's funny you brought that up because I just ran into the girl the other day that told me that story 10 years ago. And I said... <laughs> I said, I just want to confirm this story because I've been telling it a lot to people. I just want to make sure I'm telling it right. And she goes, you're absolutely telling it right. Yeah, that is exactly what happens. Wow. So. Okay. My mother and I just listed this gigantic building in Milford. Actually, it's, um, you know where the Dimmick is? I do. Diagonal across from that, that big gray building with all the storefronts in it. Yes. Right. It's only one light. So, yeah, we have that listed for $1.7 million. Okay. And comes into our office the other day shuts the door behind him he's like i need to speak with you two privately and i'm like "Ooh, okay one of us is getting fired <laughs> and uh he's like i think i might have a buyer for forest hall which is that place that we have listed mm-hmm. and we're like great and he's like yeah he's thinking about 1.5 million um he's a black fellow <laughs> He drops them, right? (laughs) Cue the record scratch, right? (laughs) I, like, look at my mom. My mom is oblivious. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. And she goes, but he's married to a white woman. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So we go, so he goes over this whole thing, tells us what the guy does. Apparently, the government pays him to buy commercial properties and rent... I don't know how the fuck he does this, but so believes and my mom turns. She's like, oh, that's pretty good. I go, that was so fucking racist. What just said. And she goes, what was? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) and I was like, all right, you guys are baby boomers. I'm going to let it slide. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I I, I checked in on Trump to see what he's tweeted about. And in the last hour, and this is this, this is something. What? Really? Yeah. Worse than the the, the regular stuff we hear about. (laughs) <laughs> no, but it's just the height of stupidity. So, so Denmark is a very special country with incredible people, but based on Prime Minister Met Frederiksen's comments that she would have no interest in discussing the purchase of Greenland, I will be postponing our meeting scheduled in two weeks for another time. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 dot. The Prime Minister was able to save a great deal of expense and effort for both the U.S. and Denmark by being so direct. I thank her for that and look forward to rescheduling sometime in the future. He really was going to meet with the President of Denmark to try to buy Greenland. You know, the one thing about that story, was it personally or with our money? Mm, our money. Okay, it was our money. Okay. I, I gotta think. And th- I guess that was the whole reason for their meeting. He doesn't have the money, does he? To buy no. Greenland with. He yeah, might we, now. Yeah, well, especially well, since I, it's not for sale. <laughs> the best part about it was Greenland's response was like, yeah, that's, that's never going to happen. And Denmark's response, it was, I forget who it was, if it was their PM or whatever. It was somebody high up <laughs> t- tweeted, uh, Denmark's thinking about buying the United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always thought the response was, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Thanks. No, thanks. Wow. <sighs> All right. Did anybody have anything else they wanted to add? I don't believe so. Yeah. Why can't Marvel... And fucking Sony get their shit together. Uh, so upset. <laughs> uh oh, what happened? They, they cannot reach a deal on Spider Man, so he's no longer in the MCU. Oh no! So yeah. that this more recent movie was the last one. That was the last as of right now. Ah, they broke up. That's that's uh, that's too bad. I I feel like 
that post credit sequence had a lot of important yeah. stuff heading yeah. forward. That was it. That was my <laughs> a gripe that shouldn't be brought up on the show. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Flyboy instead of Spider Man. No, they're still going to make Spider Man movies. Just they're, not part of the MCU. They just it'll be the same actor and everything. Because oh. I'm sure he's signed up for a deal, but they just won't be connected to the MCU, and the MCU can't use them for anything. Mm, that sucks. But what's oh, interesting... So the, the next movie is still going to be the same storyline, and still probably going to be Tom Holland. And it's still going to follow the events that happened last Most movie? likely. Yeah, but without Marvel heading it up. Because Marvel produced those movies, made those movies. Right. So, so they'll go back to sucking again. Yeah, so expect an Andrew Garfield-level Spider-Man movie... <laughs> With right. Somehow forcing Venom into it or some bullshit like that. But what's interesting is that the deal that they had before was that Marvel produced the movie, got to use them, got to use them three times in their movies, right, and got five percent, not just five percent of the money, five percent of the opening day grosses. That was it. Mm. And they wanted to go fifty fifty on it, and Sony was like, "Go fuck yourself," <laughs> because Spider Man, the last one, Far From Home, was the highest grossing movie Sony has ever had because mm-hmm. uh, it broke a billion dollars. So they're like, yo, this is a way to print money for us. Huh. And they'll fucking shoot themselves in the foot. And Yeah, know. exactly. That's what they do. Or just Disney can just buy fucking Sony and be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Kevin Feige is like, can we just buy them and get this fucking character and be done with it? All for the sake of Tom Holland. <laughs> Alright, I'm ready to go. Do it, Doug. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. I had to stop. I didn't know if I had updated the date. I had no idea what day it was. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join us, you can join our Patreon page patreon.com slash profane arg and for a low monthly cost you can join us on our discord channel where we record on tuesday nights starting around 9 p.m eastern time or if you can't do that you could share something on our facebook page or tweet to us at profane arg this week we will be talking about a religious breakup and an ebola update but first we talked to at least a couple weeks ago, about uh, chiropractors. And there's an article on the Center for Inquiry that talks about it. And, and basically, my takeaway is if you go to a chiropractor and they talk about subluxation. I've heard that word before. You, you shouldn't go there. Okay. Subluxation is not a thing. That is pseudoscience nonsense. So... Like we said before, there's some chiropractic practices that are helpful, that are useful, etc. But if they start talking about your energy flow and subluxation, just, yeah, be be forewarned. (laughs) Chiropractors are the CBD oil of fucking doctors. (laughs) Sometimes it helps, often it doesn't. (laughs) My friend, the chiropractor who we spoke about last week that insists that sometimes people call him Doc... 
Mm. Yeah, we had mm. that conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> he also considers himself like the miracle worker. He has told me on numerous occasions where he's gone to conferences where, I don't know, some kind of medical conference or something. And there's always one person in there who cannot be healed, has seen hundreds of doctors and cannot be – her arm has been killing her. And she's seen so many doctors and then my friend went up to her and touched her arm for a little bit and redid this and moved that and she's completely cured. Hmm. I've heard the story a million times out of him. It's always something different like that. They're horse shit is what I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> Often. I think you're right. It's horse shit. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that and mention the, the Center for Inquiry article if you wanted to take a look. Another follow-up. Are you still planning on uh, storming Area 51, Jared? Hell yeah. <laughs> you will t- you'll have to tell us what uh, the band sounds like. This is from an article that was posted on The Morning Heresy. He referred to it as the Cluster Fudgapalooza. <laughs> I have all their albums. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently at uh, Rachel's Little Alien, it's a <sighs> motel, the Alien. That's great. Don't you dare ug that. <laughs> <laughs> a rock trio named... Wiley Savage has been confirmed and will be performing there. There's also a big tour bus of strippers coming. <laughs> I heard a party okay. bus of strippers. This is going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to get the Jekyll brothers to play. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, When is this happening, by the way? Uh, sometime in September, I believe. Uh, September, okay. So I won't be around for that show. <laughs> Unless you want me to do a uh, an on-location report. <laughs> Uh, and just, uh, again, this is still doing follow-up, just to, again, rail against um, Marion Williamson, mm. who is still running for president. Uh, there was a, a Dr. Jen Gunter, I thought this was an awesome tweet, in reference to Marion Williamson's book. She said, this is best described as an atrocity. I'm halfway through it, and I, it's the worst book I've ever read. For so many reasons, medical ignorance passed off as enlightenment and terrible writing. <laughs> Trees died for this crime of a book. Wow. <laughs> and who is this Dr. Jen? Is she somebody important? Um, to be honest, I don't I don't really know. She's got a ton of followers. She's got like 200,000 followers. She is a OBGYN specialist, I believe. That's really all I know about her. It says she's her, her Twitter um Self-description is appropriately confident, lasso of truth, Canadian spice. I speak for no one but me. She wrote a book called The The Vagina Bible and a host of Jensplaining and a New York Times contributor. Jensplaining? Yeah. Her name's Jen. Well, mansplaining, she's Jensplaining. Yeah, neither are clever. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. But I do like some of what she said, though. Um, She implied uh, in, in Williamson's book, Williamson implied that the world requires mothering to reclaim its inherent greatness. And uh, this this doctor says, this form of feminism based on differences between sexes does not necessarily critique the work of intersectional feminists nor of female presidential candidates past or present. So basically she said, this is the opposite of Make America Great Again, the testosterone-filled Trump campaign. This is a feminist kind of movement and she's trying to use that momentum to spur on her followers and get uh, get more votes. So she's our Trump. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty oh. much. We don't need another one. Thank you very much. Anyway, I can't stand Marion Williamson, so I just want to keep throwing that out there. 
So I wanted to kind of kick off this week with a story. It's not really a story so much as an excerpt. It's an excerpt from a book. The book is entitled Humans, A Brief History, How We Fucked It All Up. I get behind that statement. (laughs) I will post the link to it here in a second. But I wanted to, to read a little bit from it. So it starts off, this excerpt starts off, he was an incompetent, lazy egomaniac, and his government was an absolute clown show. This may have helped his rise to power as he was consistently underestimated by the elite. Even after elections, people still kept thinking that he was an easy mark. As it turns out, he was really bad at running government. As his own press chief wrote, quote, he produced the biggest confusion in government that has ever existed in a civilized state, end quote. He was uh, with officials. He kept posting officials that they had no idea what he wanted them to do. Nobody was clear on who was in charge of what. He procrastinated wildly when making difficult decisions. And most of his followers spent their time infighting and backstabbing. There's a bit of argument about whether this was deliberate ploy on his part or whether he was just really bad at being in charge. He was obsessed with media and celebrity and seems to have viewed himself through that lens. In many of his personal habits, he came across as strange or childish, taking naps during the day, and had a remarkable sweet tooth. He was deeply insecure about his own lack of knowledge, preferring to lash out at the expertise of others. He hated being laughed at, but enjoyed it when other people were the butt of the joke. But he also craved the approval of those he disdained. Can you take a guess about who that that was written about? Hitler. Yeah, that yeah. was all written about Hitler. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. And Maybe not funny, it was... but terrifying and sad. <laughs> In the book, it quotes several of his of his staff, people within his the, the Nazi party, who didn't know how to please him, didn't know what he wanted from one minute to the next. I, I, I read this and I went, you've got to be kidding me, because nowhere in here does it mention Trump. Mm. It's not, well, it is Trump, but it's, yeah, written 40 years ago, presumably, here. Well, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, because I'm no historian, it's not like the Nazis just, like, stormed into Germany and took it over. From what I understood, Germany was, like, in a lot of disarray after World War One. Yeah. And didn't know what was going on, and, like, the Nazis were kind of like this fringe kind of group. And they ended up winning because no, nobody knew what to do. And they're like, fine, let's try them. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, and then, of course, he went off the rails. Right. Yeah. After World War One, they basically just left Germany broken and and it didn't provide any um, support for the people of Germany. So there was a giant vacuum for, for somebody like Hitler to take over. That's, I've, why, I've, go ahead. that's why we um, – don't do that's why we didn't do the same thing in other places after we left we don't you don't you, you don't just leave you don't just cut and run you mm. would actually leave behind a support organization so you don't leave that vacuum and i've often asked people this and like there's just no way that we could get like that here now in this day and age right it's just impossible we're well on the way but i'm just saying like would a, would other like okay i understand right now because we're most of our freedoms are relatively still intact mm but, like, the normal Joe Schmo who lives in the middle of the country, like, he's going to stand for this kind of shit when, like, his rights starts getting taken away? Like, if I know anything about Americans, like, we do get pissed off and hit the streets. Yeah, but it's, it's the, you know, they came for the, the they came for the others before, until they, until they come for you, you, you know, white privileged American. Uh, you're way down the line. 
Um, they're going after the immigrants now, and they have them in cages. They're not giving them flu vaccines, and they're dying of the flu. Right. I mean, they have people in cages currently, and they're not providing them with adequate medical care. They're treating them like animals because they think that they're animals. We're already well on our way. Yeah, I mean, really, what what do we have? What do we not have? The Germany, like we're not doing any of the executions, the mass executions of a well, you know, a that. genocide. They but but yeah, the Stephen Millers of the world—that's what they want to do. They want everybody that comes over the border illegally just to be lined up and shot. If you got him in a dark room and asked him that, he would say that. Right, but Apart- I'm but. I mean, I mean, I mean, just saying. Just even with the advent of the of the internet and the way the communication flies around now, and like I understand, there's a lot of disinformation being thrown around, but usually only from like one or two of the same sources over and over again. Like, just could that happen? Yes. In this day, you really think so? Yes, absolutely. The way that ICE is handling people right now, I mean, they're pretty much. Creating concentration camps. I mean, a lot of them are privately owned. They're privately run. They don't care about the humanity, what's happening inside of them. I mean, really, apart from the mass extermination of people, what what was Germany doing that we aren't already doing? Right. I, I'm seriously asking that question because, I mean, okay, the land grabs, but we're, I don't know. We're talking about buying Greenland. We're, I don't know. We, there, there's not I like do, a there are land grabs. we're not like a police state right now. Not that, not yet, but um, th- they have already turned over vast swaths of, of Americans' land owned by the United States of America to corporate interests. the The prisons that are being used by ICE are private prisons. There's it's, the different. The, the one slight wrinkle to it is it's a money making scheme. It's money making for individuals and for corporations. That's the one thing that is different about it. And I would, I would say that. Your comment about being in a police state. I don't think that not that Nazi Germany was a police state for. You know, the people who who weren't Jewish, who weren't homosexual. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of movement to take the rights away from the LGBTQ community. I don't know how the poor fared in Germany under Hitler. You know, I don't know. They were were rounded up in camps. Anybody that wasn't deemed pure, um, so, you know, white, blonde, clear of mind. So anybody that was- Yeah, uh, but there was also poor white people, wasn't there? Yeah, but the the presumption is that if you're a poor white person, that you are deficient in some way, so- a lot of them were rounded up too. Well, if they were rounding up, like who the hell was driving buses and doing factory work? Don't know. Well, I, I'm just saying the one thing that we have that they don't we have the benefit of looking back at history. You know, yeah, we're not I don't know. Ian, am, I, am I am I crazy or are they being overreactive? <laughs> um, boy, my options are really extreme. <laughs> or somewhere in the middle is fine. Yeah. Not, well, not somewhere in the middle. Um. <laughs> Not an I'm, easy I'm, answer. Yeah, I've got. To, I'm trying to think of an appropriate way to frame it because I don't want to, you know, Jared. I don't want to like blow up your spot on the show, but you are. When it comes to humans in general, you are surprisingly optimistic, hmm. and that's this has been. That's revisited funny, many heard, times on it, this show. Because if you heard me this weekend, you would not say that because I was like, right. we should just kill all the humans. We've you've, <laughs> you've you've definitely got some some curmudgeon tendencies and some. Some things like that, but you're like, no, that that's we're better than that. That could no, happen. no, 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 no. People aren't no, no, no. It's no, no, no. I'm not we're, saying we're better than that. I'm saying what, what I'm wondering, like again, and I don't know the timeline of Hitler getting into power right. to to the end of where he was gone, like how much time that took. But like, I mean, yes, could it happen in a very subtle way years down the line with 
you know, I mean, it's not like Trump would be instituting all these things. He'd be dead by the time that I think that they could make any of those changes. Sure. Oh, well, my. You are being curiously naive. It's, okay, it's happening. Okay. Hey, I, I'm just it's asking happening questions right here. now. Every yeah. time we read a story where we discover that there is no line too far for mm. the Republican Party and their unity, that's another step. Every time you're like, well, that, you know, that that only flies with Republicans. That's all it takes for it to fly. Right. But some, something that came to, kind of to roost for me was Keller Mike was on uh, Bill Maher on Friday night and they were talking about gun control and about red flag laws. And um, Keller Mike was like, no, um, I don't be- I don't believe in in uh, red flag laws because I know the who they're going to use them against. Um, so the red flag laws, you know, the, the, the state can take away guns from people who are deemed inappropriate to have guns and who do you think and it I would think be? we actually discussed that last week, didn't we? We were like, "What do you do?" And we were we all were kind of opposed to the red flagging as well. I didn't. I didn't. I knew that it may be un- uncomfortable, but I didn't know why. But and he said why. He told me why. I'm like, "Oh yeah, right." They're not going to take the guns away from the people that shouldn't have them. They're going to take away the guns from the people that they don't think should have them. Well, it, it, right. Listen, the profane argument gives in the world take because we had already discussed this killer, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did l- want to also mention that along with this conversation, uh, the Trump administration has put out a proposal for uh, business discrimination to be uh, the government's going to look the other way. So the Department of Labor has uh, is looking at changing the rules so that the the proposal would let businesses who get grants from the government not lose their grants, even if they discriminated against individuals based on LGBTQ status, race, religion, and other things, ethnicity, national origin, pretty much anything, as long as the discrimination was based in a religious objection. Mm. So I don't like gay people because of my Christian religion, so I'm going to fire all those people. Right. That's acceptable. Yes. Yeah. And all you have to do is say that your your business has some foundation in religion, um, and it's fairly lax in that regard. But even race, race, ethnicity, it doesn't matter. As long as you're saying it's because of your religion, you can discriminate against people and you will still get government funding. So this hasn't passed yet. That's not something that, that needs to make it through the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. The ACLU will bring it up, I'm sure. But yeah. Well, does it have to get voted on in the House? No, it's a policy, not a law. Oh, oh it's where he... Executive fee. Right, so squiggly lines and then holds <laughs> up his little portfolio and smiles. Yes. Right. And then when questioned, says, no, I, absolutely, the, the gays, the, the LGBT community is behind me. Go ask this one group that, well, everybody just resigned from that group. Weird. Huh. Oh, yeah, the, the gay man for Trump. I've seen that plastered yeah. all over Facebook this week. So, um, so Jeff got a little bit of a timeline for us. The war ended in 19... 19- no, that's the war. It's, you're reading oh, it backwards. Right, reading it Just backwards. started Hitler. So Hitler became chancellor in 1933, and he invaded Poland in 39. So, so we're talking six years. Six years. Yeah. But, but that was six years at a time when Germany was economically downtrodden and socially downtrodden. And, we, I mean, we're in one of the best economies we've ever had. Well, we were. Yeah, that's <laughs> over. That was a hoax. So it takes a lot longer when people are downtrodden and you know feel like they're being put upon by the rest of the world. It's much easier to turn them. It takes a lot longer time to turn an, a company, a country that is in pretty good shape. So, 
We've only been at this for about half the time. Right. He's still got sure. three more years to pull this off. Right. That's that's easy. Right. I mean, the but, amount of chaos that he has sowed in three years, yeah. you can easily double that. I mean, there's no way. I mean, I mean, again, maybe I'm just being naive. You guys think we could get to the point where they're rounding up black people and Jews and putting them in camps? 100%. Of American citizens? 100%. Ooh, maybe I am being naive. He's already, he's I... already told people of color that they should go back home to where they came from. People that were True. born in Detroit and other country in another states. So yeah, <laughs> I believe yeah. it. The Jews, the Jews know. He's he's yeah. too he's too aligned with them. This will mm. this that'll be the twist in this regime. Sure. That'll that'll be the gotcha where they're like, Gotcha yeah. Jews, you fell for this shit. <laughs> how how Hitler got people riled up against the, the Jewish well, it was because of the his thing on immigration. Mm. He immigrants pouring in and you're losing your stuff because of immigrants and now they're committing terroristic acts and he assigned the word terrorism to people that he didn't like does this sound familiar with antifa and he just tweeted how antifa is uh, possibly going to be labeled a terrorist group i know no mention of the the clan though who was at that or the proud boys or anybody else yeah but the people who believe in being anti-fascist are being labeled as terrorists that's a so hoax. that we can strike out against them. That's a mm. hoax. They they you tell you it stands for anti-fascist, but it's something else. They're anti-American. <laughs> I, uh, that was on Fox News, by the way. Uh. I'm sure that was on Fox News. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive. I just feel that people are a lot more there informed. Are, there like, are... I mean, not everybody in Germany was... was right. Was, ...was towing the line, but a lot of them stayed quiet. How many people at this point in this country are staying quiet? Not a lot. A lot. See, I don't, I don't see that. I, I mean, for just for every Trump supporter that I see, I do see outspoken people against that. So, sure, which but always, always makes you feel good. But outspoken on Facebook and outspoken on Twitter, and a few people are marching. Are they all going and voting? Are they all rounding up all of their friends and explaining to them? No, really, you need to go mm. register and you need to. Go I'm not vote. saying that they're all voting, but I'm willing to bet you're going to see the biggest turnout of voters <laughs> ever next year. That you've I hope you're right. That we've ever seen. I hope you're right. I guess the going along with it, people mm. are. I mean, I, I, I feel, they're always the majority, though. I mean, there's, there's. The, Jared is right that there is a pretty good balance of loud people on the left and loud people on the right. But there is <laughs> huge numbers of apathetic, docile masses that mm. are just excited to binge watch things. Right. The reality like, that's shows good enough them. for them. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Oh, when I say record numbers, I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying we're going to see oh, higher right. numbers than we've ever have. I, I hope you're right. I liked what Jeff said. <laughs> he said uh, you should you should try driving south. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still has his supporters. Holy fuck, the Trump shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we just we drove down to Virginia. When was that? I don't know. Ways back, but in the fall, you get mm-hmm. down into the Virginia area, and it's just it, there are Trump signs everywhere. They're all over here too. Yeah, we live. Coastal elites are just. Blind to the reality of this country. I mean, maybe, but I mean, that's true because, you know, I don't see a lot of down south and I don't see a lot of Midwest, but I still feel like the num like, not not that the numbers mean anything because they try to cheat the system, but more people (laughs) are, (laughs) more people are opposed to him than for him. We know that for a fact. Absolutely accurate. Right. But between voter disenfranchisement and people numb to, Anything outside of their little social circle, and I, I think we'll we'll do better this upcoming year. I don't know if it'll be enough. 
So basically mm. what you guys are saying is all liberals and progressives should start buying guns right now <laughs> and hiding them in the woods. <laughs> yes. I mean, how about it, training? They should start training. <laughs> I, we should need, start the, need the gun first, though. Hmm. I don't. Hmm. Yes, I think <laughs> you are correct. I was like, I was like, I don't know, like what the right resolution is, but I don't think there are forces outside the United States that are powerful enough to free us mm-hmm. from a Trump regime. So armed resistance working from within would probably be our only hope of you know, being, becoming a British colony again. <laughs> or some other, they're doing terrible. They're not going to save us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't look to them. No, they, they, whew, that's yeah. fail city over there too. It's Trump Jr., um, yeah. <laughs> so along with this whole, all of this conversation, uh, Fox News has started a new conspiracy. Actually, they, they're just, they're describing that a conspiracy has, uh, has come into play. And according to the Washington Post, it's it's got to be larger than the Illuminati because the wow. Fox is saying that the Federal Reserve, all the Democrats and the media, of course, say that the recession and the, the, the fact that the economy looks like it's turning, it's all made up. The Democrats and the Federal Reserve and the media, they're just making this up to get you to vote against Trump next year. Doesn't Trump put those people in charge of the Fed Yes. Yeah, he Trump appointees. Yes. yes. Well, we he, got him. We must he, have paid him off somehow. He unfortunately <laughs> picked actual economists for that job, so they're they're doing what's actually good for the country. <laughs> well, that's because they shot down Herman Cain, right? But <laughs> oh my God, he wasn't putting them in charge, was he? Herman Cain? Yeah, he was going to put Herman Cain into under the, the Fed. Yeah. yeah. I still, that my brain hurts. No. <laughs> well, Herman Cain said nice things about him, <laughs> so he should have a job like that. <laughs> oh my God. So according to uh, according to the article that I have, uh, it says when Barack Obama was president, the economic statistics were turning around and looking better. Candidate Trump said that those numbers were completely fake. <laughs> and then when Trump became president, those numbers became real. And now the economy's doing good. And now that, that they're turning li- south, it's again fake news once again. He took credit a month after the first <laughs> month job report came out. And he goes, see? And everyone's right. like, You've only been in all, you go, what about the numbers before that? Oh, those were all bullshit. Right. <laughs> and everyone's like, got it, Mr. Trump. Well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Vote. Inc- ask I, all I, your friends. I do that already. <laughs> yeah. Shuttle people to the voting voting booths. Yeah, because if you're thinking that uh, the Trump Trump is not going to give votes, uh, it's not true. Mm. An article, again, another article from the Washington Post uh, that has evangelical voters Paint the portrait of Trump that they want to see, a president who acts like a bully but is fighting for them, Uh, someone who likes America like they do. They see America as a menacing place where Christians feel mocked and threatened because of their beliefs. So they want want a president who's against abortion and gay rights and who has the economy humming. They're cheering for his efforts to, to chip away at the LGBT rights, but they are... They seem really concerned with their own rights to maintain their position and their religious dominance. So they're only seeing the parts of Trump that they want to see. And according to several polls for evangelicals, he's he's still got them. They're still in his pocket. Except for the ones that got upset about when he blasphemed. Yeah. Well, they got upset, but at the same time, they were saying, you know, you need to do better. They didn't mm. say, all right, that's it. 
True. They said they said you need to improve and not do that anymore. So all he has to do is not say goddamn again and he'll be, be fine. fine. Mm. Yeah, but so what? They would have voted for any Republican. For the most part, yes. Yeah, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Two points I want to bring up about especially about what you just said. I saw this um Vice video that they did uh where they brought the liberal guy to the Trump rally. Did anybody else see this? No. I don't think so. All right, so it's I don't know what state it is. Some fucking Midwestern state, and he's head of the fucking liberals against Trump or whatever. And they brought him out to a Trump rally to talk to Trump supporters. And the vice reporter would introduce him to a Trump supporter, and they said, "Explain to him why he should vote for Donald Trump." And you can imagine every response that came back had zero substance to it. Mm. Uh, they they had this nice, very pretty white girl. Opens up when the woman says, explain to Dave why he should vote for Donald Trump. And she goes, well, first off, do you love America? <laughs> and he, the look on his face was like, yeah. And she goes, well, because you have a problem on your side. Your side doesn't love America. And I want a president who loves America like I do. And I love everything about America. And she just rambled on about how great America was and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, and everybody's behind him. And he goes, he's like, well, I don't know, I'm not so sure about that. And she goes, oh, do you believe that more people voted for Hillary Clinton? And he's like, do I believe that? I'm like, yeah. I know it's a fact. And she goes, well, I don't subscribe to that fact. I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. Mm. And he's like, but it is. And that's what you're dealing with there. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was Thanks. shocking. Second thing I want to bring up, the economy. Everybody keeps saying the economy is great. What is so fucking great about the economy right now? Is are out of the four of us here? Are we all swimming in cash right now? The the economy is doing well, as in the economy is doing well for the rich people, right? Right, because when they go, well, the Dow's up. That doesn't affect normal people, right. correct? In any way. As a matter of fact, wages are still down. Yes, yeah. I mean wages have been stagnant for what twenty years now. It's insane. Right. But the only reason I say that or bring that point up is because if anybody who listens to the show who is actually a Trump supporter, mm. well, well, good on you for listening, I guess. But if you're if the reason that you're like, well, yeah, things are shitty, but the economy's great. It's not great. Not well, for you. It's not. They've manipulated the economic indicators. They're using the Dow as an unfair measurement of the economy. Because, yeah, I mean, the, take home pay for your average worker and the ability to afford life is way down. Yeah, but but they every every news report I see in this, they're like, well, you know, he's got the economy on his side. A lot of people, mm -hmm. that's like their top. And I'm like, who the fuck? Like, and I and I'm and I constantly ask people I know who support. I'm like, what if the economy? So what has Trump done for you? How has your life changed since he's been president? Are you better off somehow? Did you buy a yacht? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck am I missing? <laughs> yeah, got that black man out of office. Whew. Yeah, well. <sighs> And he was leading us down to – he was the worst president ever. How? I think yeah. the economic numbers that they're looking at is not just the stock, stock market, but also the, the unemployment number. I think that's the thing that he touts the, the most. But the, the problem with the unemployment number is that you have so many people who are underemployed, yeah. who are making very little money. And have two it, jobs and no health care. Right. So, now I noticed Ian's been quiet on this because I know he bought a grill, so he must be he must be taking advantage of this fucking great economy, <laughs> swimming in grill money. I am. <laughs> I'm living the grilling lifestyle. Uh, no, I'm I'm as always. I'm cripplingly poor. 
Probably I'm not living in the streets, which is nice. Mm. But you know, I make minimum wage. Minimum wage hasn't gone up in a very long time. If minimum wage does go up to what they're suggesting, I will probably no longer have my job. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. My boss will shut down the store rather than pay people $15 an hour? You're crazy. Does he not make enough that he can't afford that? Or he's just like, fuck it, I'm not paying that much. Yeah. Why would he do that when he can just shut down the store and do what he does already independently? And not lose money. Mm. Right. And make money off the real estate instead. Well, yeah. over that and and you know, but I mean, like he does. He's he's in the trenches every day doing doing tech support for for local businesses. The store's just there to give the three of us jobs. I guess I don't know what the point is. So I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I don't blame him. But yeah, I it's, mean, it's not it's not supporting his lavish lifestyle to, to run the store. The, yeah, running, yeah, <laughs> shutting down the store would would not make a dent. Mm. Like is this, maybe the store's a write off. I don't know what that is or how that so. works, but the store's the store. I don't know what a write-off is. I mean, it, it's fine. We 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 generate uh, money, but you know, fifteen dollars an hour. Mm. There's no reason to to continue that. But yeah, that's. But you could go get a job theoretically after that at a convenience store and make fifteen bucks an hour. Then though, correct. So I guess you know. Yes, you would get fired, but you could find a, a well a job paying equal amount. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, and I would yeah. be I would be fine to do that. And I guess in reality, you could do the same thing now, anyway. So mm. <laughs> right. If anything, you're going to make out in this deal. But right. the flexibility I, I think of that hours. Would, yeah. Right, but I, I think that that the increasing minimum wage would would be a boon to a majority of the country. Well, especially since we're programmed to spend that money. Right. Mm. And it's just going to get dumped right back in. We're not going to hoard it like all oh, you fucking millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we have nothing. So the little luxuries feel like huge luxuries. If you say, did you go out and buy a yacht? They'll be like, no, but I got the new iPhone. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's our yacht, Jared. There you go. <laughs> Unless you sell that property and then you move up to become one of those uh, million dollar listing mm. real estate guys. Uh, Ooh. Not that many million dollar listings in my area. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is all that I have on Trump, unless somebody has something uh, else. Yeah, him and the Mooch had a falling out. Uh, oh, I did see that, yeah. After we seemed, just talked about seemed him. Seemed like a major falling out. Yeah. Yeah, he is shit-talking him left and right. And I guess yeah. the Mooch is, like, starting some kind of revolution against him with, like, normal Republicans. Yeah, he's trying. That would be... I'm gonna go support the mooch. I'll be back. <laughs> I swear, I swear, this all developed from him being on Bill Maher two weeks ago, and it was yeah. how, by accident. The president watched Bill Maher because he was watching who he thought was his buddy, and then it yep. all went south. <laughs> and he was, I mean, he was pretty fair to him in there. He was just like, "Well, I don't agree with him on this," and Trump's like, "Oh, you're out, buddy. Yeah, you are out. You're crazy pants now." <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Projection there, yeah. You can't disagree with the Supreme Leader and still expect to have his back. He's such a child. Like, I don't know how people don't, the people who support him don't see that. Like, mm. like the moment you give him a tiny little bit of criticism, he does a 180 on you. Well, loyalty uh, is all see, about him. Yeah. They see that as one of his biggest draws. He doesn't take crap from anyone, Jared. <laughs> He's a tough guy. Oh yeah, he's a tough guy. That's that's the other thing I don't understand. Where does they get this tough guy shit from? I have no idea, but that's that is deeply rooted in their Trump fantasy. Oh, I know. There's plenty of pictures of him with bulging muscles and holding guns and wearing <laughs> fatigues, and I'm like, you think he's ever been in a fight? No. 
You think no. Donald Trump's ever got punched in the face by somebody other than maybe Fred Trump? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> randomly punched once and then sued or mm. whatever, you know, been in a fight? No, no. I, I can't believe that. But his mother punched him in the face. Like his when you dad, think I wouldn't word, doubt. Yeah, when you mm. think of the word courage, you think of Trump? No. He's never even been in a fucking war. Like, that's how I understand how they don't look at a guy like Biden, who actually was in a war, or Mueller, who was Mm. actually in a war, and they're like, fucking assholes. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, rich, pampered Donald Trump from Queens? He's a tough guy. (laughs) Come on, I could take Trump, man, and I've lost every fight I fought. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to move on. I don't know if we even have anything to say about this, but (laughs) Steve King made the, uh, the news, not Stephen King, U.S. Representative Steve King. He said that in the speech, he said, what if we went back through all the family trees and just pulled these people out that were products of rape and incest? Would there be any population of the world left if we did that? He's defending rape and incest in his abortion argument. I just don't know where to go with this. I don't even know what what point he was trying to make. I don't either. Like, was he saying like, hey, rape and incest isn't bad. If it wasn't for it, we wouldn't be here. Like, he's right. I mean, he's right in the sense that like, Rape and incest no, as a curse. Not no. What he's saying is there was a lot of rape and incest in history, and because of that, we're here. That's that's a true. None of that is accurate. Correct. How is that not accurate? That is not why we are here, and that is not the majority of what moved the population forward. Has that occurred in the past? Yes. Of course. Is that the cornerstone for our civilization? That's no. nonsense. Oh, I would say going back thousands of years ago, it was no. No? I disagree. I strongly disagree. Why? <laughs> There's so many people. It's, it does not seem plausible. I'm not oh. saying all of humanity is here because of rape and incest. I'm that's saying, what he's that's, saying. That's what he's saying. No, I thought that what he was saying was like, yes, throughout history, there was rape and incest. And, you know, and that has spawned people in some cases. In, yeah, I, but that's all, not what wait, he's wait, saying. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not defending Steve King. Let's get that straight. <laughs> I am not defending this guy. I'm just saying rape and incest is a part of our history. And some people are here because of it. That I'm is not that, saying yes. that, that rape is, and incest should be lauded as great things. I'm just, correct. just a fact. And that is not what you said the first time. Right. Okay, well, then maybe I spoke wrong. And that is not what he said. Right. Right. He said, without those two things, would there be anybody left? That's fucking absurd. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not defending him. Yeah. And offensive. <laughs> but again, that's why I asked. I'm like, what was the point that he was trying to make with that comment? Well, his yeah. point is that he was referencing uh, uh, the restrictions on abortions and the fact that if you had a rape slash incest rule on your abortion law so that, well, you know, you can't have abortion, but we're going to make an exception for rape or incest. He was arguing against that, saying, nope, you need to have the baby, even if it was from rape or incest, because without rape or incest, where would we be? (laughs) Okay, because I almost spit my coffee out. (laughs) I didn't know that was the context in which he was speaking of this. And that is crazy. Yes. (laughs) It's crazy. So his rationale for leaving that in, and again, if I was a product of rape, I might be like, <laughs> even I would be like, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I'm wondering, if, I mean, is this one of those cases where, you know, personal history and family comes into this? I mean, does he have a personal 
connection to, you know, family that was a product of rape and incest? Does he think this is a lot more common than the rest of us do? <laughs> Maybe his uh, mother was a whorehouse tramp and... <laughs> that's not like, what I'm saying, but yeah, yes, you, you get my was point. Was Steve King born in a brothel? <laughs> like, I, So he's basically saying, think of all the great people who could be born from rape and incest if we, if we took that away. We wouldn't yeah. get any of those great people. <laughs> that yeah. is where his, his argument is leading, yes. Yes. Does he have dementia? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, isn't this his shtick? Wasn't he wasn't he censured because he's the he's he's the shock jock of mm. of Congress? Well, he's the shock jock of white nationalism. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't he say, yeah, this is this is his him getting back in the spotlight. Does he have an election coming up next year? Yeah, but he got knocked. No, he just won an election. So <laughs> suck on that for a while. Yeah. But I do. He did <laughs> get he did get knocked <laughs> off of a bunch of uh, committees, committees, though, after he said that. Right. Yes. Right. Did. So maybe he's just like, well, it can't get any worse now. <laughs> just going to go for it. Speak my mind. They, yeah. I mean, they can't just – well, I, they, you can impeach a congressman, can't you? Yeah. yeah. He's, a, well. he's a Republican, though, so they won't. Well, he's in the House of Representatives, though. Yeah, but they, they can't chance losing that spot. Right. Right, but don't they – I mean, again, I don't know how impeachment works in, in the House, but yeah. I assume we control it. Oh, well, hey, and- I say in that case, Steve, kick, keep it up. I mean, I, I think they can impeach. Mouth. They impeach senators. Maybe they don't impeach House of Representatives because, as Grinch says, they're only in there for two years. So I don't know. I don't know. The rules usually are different between the two houses. Yeah, isn't the House the one where, like, if you die in office, like your wife can take over? Yeah, they just, the, the <laughs> governor just appoints somebody. That's oh, weird. Right. Mm. right? No, that that wasn't weird because that's how Sonny they cheated Bono. the system in Arizona. Mm-hmm. No, because uh, the Republican lost, so the governor made the Republican win anyway. But mm. that was for Senate. Oh right, so yeah, you could you could rig anything. <laughs> I'm just I'm just remembering when Sonny Bodo died, no his laws. wife took over. <laughs> everything is rigged, and there are no laws. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. All right, moving on to another representative. I just wanted to clarify this this thing about uh, Talib that came up. There was mm-hmm. a lot going back and forth between. Well, I guess not between directly, but Trump was tweeting about her, and there was a whole bunch of different things. So. She and was it Omar? They mm-hmm. were both going to go to Israel and they were going to see what the what the Palestinians were going through. I think that was the original declaration was we're going to go there and see how we can support the Palestinian people. And Israel said, Yeah, you you can't go. They, oh, you're they, missing an important part of that story. Yeah. Well, th- there's right. more to the story. Am I missing something in the timeline thus far? No. Yes. Okay. Yes, it you wasn't were. Pub- it wasn't public. I don't think at the time. Well, what am I missing? Huh. They were going, and everything was fine till Trump put that tweet out. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yes. So yes, Trump put out a tweet that said, "I don't know what it said. I don't. Obviously, I don't he have said, it in front of me." He but. said that Israel would look weak, and yep, something it would show. It we, would show it, great weakness. Yeah. And those two representatives hate Israel and all Jewish people. And then kind of was like, but you do what you want, Israel. I'm mm-hmm. just throwing that out there. And then the next day, Israel's like, nope, you can't go. Okay. So then Talib said, came back and said, I really wanted to go because my 90-year-old grandmother has been living there. And it may be the last chance I get to see her. And Israel sent a letter back saying, okay, you can, you can come and visit. And then the next thing I saw was another tweet from President Manchild, who said, 
oh, Israel shouldn't, uh, should not have let her go. Um, it's just a hoax. And she, she immediately, uh, said that she wasn't going to go. And as it turns out, it was just a political move on her part. And she was just wants to rub Israel's nose in it, which is no way what happened. Israel said, oh yeah, you can go. Here, you just need to sign this pledge mm. that says that you will not promote any boycott against Israel. Any boycott against Israel. So they were saying, you could come and see your grandmother, but you're going to have to give up all your political political ground in order to do so. Right. Talk about blackmail. Holy crap. Oh, I heard it was that they told they said, okay, you can come visit grandma, and she was going to do it. And then she started getting shit from liberals for going after what had happened. I didn't hear anything about the uh, the pledge that she had to take. And then she backed out anyway. So now nobody's going. Right. Yeah. What she had stated was the Israeli government used my desire to see my grandmother to silence or to try to silence me and make my ability to do so contingent upon my signing a letter. And uh, the truth of my trip would reveal what is happening in the state of Israel and two Palestinians living under occupation with United States support. So, again, this is, you know, with the United States support. So, obviously, now she's shitting on the U.S. and she's shitting on Israel. And, no, it's 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 quite the opposite. She was trying to do a humanitarian trip. Now, that being said, I'm not a fan of what a lot of Palestinians do. Mm. But I'm also not a fan of what... Israeli government is doing to the Palestinians. Right. Yeah, I don't know why it can't be both. It is both. It is a but long... it doesn't seem like it's for everybody. Like, yeah. once again, I find myself disagreeing with Bill Maher because he was like, can we get off of fucking Israel's dick and leave? I'm like, what? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what, yeah, what are you talking about, dude? Why can't you? Why can't it be both? It yeah, is both. I think I think Maher did go a little bit too far. He, I mean, again, there, there's a statement that if Israel actually wanted to destroy all the Palestinians and kick them out of the land, they could do that. Because of the United States support and their their money and their military strength, they could easily do that. If the Palestinians had that same power, Israel wouldn't exist, exist anymore. Mm. So the morality and the, the ethic quandary that's there, you have to take a look at that and realize that Israel is not the ultimate bad guy here. They could be far, far worse. However, the occupation of the land, that's still a dick move and you're screwing people over. So it is both. They also shot at people throwing rocks. Right. You know, I mean, it's all true. There's a a lot on both sides. I mean, the Palestinians regularly, you know, chuck whatever ammunition they can over the wall and Israel responds with more. So, no, there's there's no right on either side. Also – and again, to that lone Trump listener that's listening to our yeah. show, <laughs> hating on the Israeli government, or I wouldn't even say hating, but, you know, commenting on the Israeli government or maybe saying something bad, does not mean you hate Jewish people. Right. <laughs> it is a government and it's a country. That's it. But it, but it is more than that, though, because both sides are actually driven purely by their religion. It is a religious problem. It's back to the fundamental reason why we do this show. I mean, if these countries, there still might be racism involved, but fundamentally, the reason they hate each other is because of religion. That is true. Gay God? (laughs) But again, like, if you say something about, like, I mean, it's a pretty well-known fact that Netanyahu is fucking corrupt. Like Trump. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? If you say something, if you say, I don't like Netanyahu, does not mean that you're an anti-Semite. Right. 
separate the two. That's why we yeah. don't want government and religion connected. Also, again, and I'm I'm in that rare camp where I don't even believe that he believes in the religion. <laughs> no, probably not. No, not a chance in hell. Yeah, I I really agree with that. I don't think Netanyahu has a ounce of uh, belief in the religion apart from you know what it can get for him politically. But when you and when you think like this story drove me nuts because here you have two United States representatives mm-hmm. in our government voted in by people who live in this country going over there and this asshole puts out a fucking tweet and the whole country of Israel is like whoa shit all right yeah. no they can't come like what the fuck it's like hey, this guy you know, like, people are just like, you're going to get used to it. You get used to it after a while. Like, I'm just not used to it. No. Yeah. Like, every time he does something, I'm like, you got to be fucking. I mean, I know he's going to do something, but I'm always <laughs> like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, when, with the thing with fucking Epstein, and he was like, let me retweet a theory about the, the Clinton kill squad. And I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> like, I'm just never shocked. Or not shocked, I should say. Mm. I'm always shocked. Right. That's fine. That's the way to be. I don't think that perhaps all of Israel should be held accountable for Trump's influence over Netanyahu. No, I'm talking about the government, not the people. There's not it's not a wasn't a collective decision to keep them out. They didn't vote on whether or not to keep them out. (laughs) Very true. Yeah, that was this was Netanyahu. This this. Yes, this was this was one corrupt individual telling another corrupt individual how things were going to work for mutual gain. And that is what happened. Well, he didn't get any blowback from his own government for this, did he? Who, Netanyahu? Yeah. No. Then Trump didn't either. Then, then, then I can put it... Well, no, he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, blowback in a sense that people are like, what the right. fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Right. And I'm sure That's there daily. are people in the government <laughs> who said, but are, are you allowed to... Again, is, 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 is Israel a situation where you're allowed to speak out against... The prime minister? I don't know how their government really works. I'm sure it's not okay. encouraged. I'll put a little asterisk there. For the people that were, did not support Netanyahu's decision, you're okay. <laughs> Anybody else who didn't say anything went along with it, fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> For that one loner Israeli that was to our show. All right. I'm going to hit a couple of the stories that I said I was going to <laughs> before we run out of time. The Methodists. We talked about, uh, I mentioned a religious breakup. The Methodists, it's looking like there may be a split in the Methodist church over left-leaning, right-leaning groups. So you have the the group that follows Trump and the group that hates Trump <laughs> is basically how it comes down. Oh. So you have the people who are so vastly against LGBTQ rights. And then you have people who are for having same-sex weddings in their churches. Hmm. And it's it's split about 53% to 47%. And it looks they they're actually discussing in their in their conferences as to whether or not to split up the United Methodists. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I'm all for this split. Uh, Just call them the, the left United Methodists and the right United Methodists. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, my therapist is a fucking stone cold religious person. She's all up in that church doing shit for them all the time. And she tells me stories about assholes in her own church. She's like, I don't understand. Like, we're split down the middle on shit. Yeah. I was like, oh. 
Well, that makes still sense. Believe, still Asgo's, believe in that fucking fake god. <laughs> yeah. But as goes to the country, you know, that's about the split in the country for left left leaning and right leaning. Well, not those evangelicals, though. <laughs> mm, true. But I figure methods are about as gen- you know generic vanilla religion as you can get, so it makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's all... This just seems like another step in the world of Christianity, which is confusing to me, because there's just so many... <laughs> I don't know what they call divisions or sects or what do you call them? Because they all believe the same nonsense, but there's like dozens and dozens of different flavors of Christianity. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I'm with why you, are you Ian. All broken up over. I, I don't know. Well, it's it just, kills me. It's because just, when Karen got, when Karen said, "Well, I consider Methodist a very vanilla type," I just nodded my head like I don't know the difference between. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just, it's like everything else. It's the same reason we why we keep having increasingly smaller countries and more of them people like to be at a certain tribal size and any bigger than that they get uncomfortable they like to break it up into into comfortable chunks okay and that's that's pretty reasonable the united states gets around it because we have states right where there's some perceived notion of you know i don't know nope, tiny I'm little countries you. within a bigger country yeah it does yes it did that helped make a little more sense of it mm. and then we break it down by county be like, oh, those fucking assholes in Luzerne County. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Agreed. Over here in Pike County, man. We got our <laughs> shit together. And then it's down to your town and be like, I don't know about those assholes in fucking Matamoros, but Milford, they got their shit together. And then within Milford on my street, I don't know what those guys are doing on that other fucking street, but on right. my street, we all know what's up. On the West Side versus the East Side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keeps getting smaller and fucking smaller till I'm just sitting on my yard by myself and be like, I'm the only one who's got my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> As my yard is growing up around me and I'm not mowing it. Clearly got my shit together. Uh, so uh, in other religious news, uh, the Jehovah's Witness, there was some ruling that I don't have in front of me, and it may be in this article, but I can't find it. Uh, there's an article in the New York Post that talks about, uh, I'm not exactly, there was some decision that just came down that said uh, lawsuits could move forward against the Jehovah's Witnesses. So there are two lawyers that um, are going to be filing suit against the Jehovah's Witnesses because of sexual abuse that they had experienced and the church's complete covering up from the Jehovah's Witness elders in their areas. The church completely covered up the uh, the abuse and did they, they pulled a Catholic church, and so they are now being sued because of it. Sure. Any um, religious organization that is as insular as Jehovah's Witnesses is, you're going to have this problem. So I'm sure the Amish have the same problem, except that yes. none of those kids are ever going to sue. Right. Yeah. Maybe someday. But yeah, any any organization that is that isolated, this, this is going to be a problem. All right. I got nothing else on that. Right. However, over in Kentucky... A one of the school districts had a fantastic way of dealing with the "In God We Trust." This is from the the Blitz move, where they decided that across the state, every school had to publicly post the words "In God We Trust" inside their buildings. Crazy. So the Lexington School District, the Fayette County Schools, decided that they were going to comply with the law. All the schools have been provided a framed version of an enlarged copy of a $1 bill to display. Because on the back of a $1 bill, it says, In God We Trust. So they are prominently displaying the back of a $1 bill. Nice. 
The person that came up with the idea, Representative uh, Brandon Reed in Kentucky, said it's extremely disappointing to see Fayette County Public Schools spend time searching for a silly loophole in, a in the law. Fayette County has, in instead of following the law, they've chosen to play political games. I hope they reconsider their unfortunate decision. <laughs> to, to which the superintendent came back and said, We appreciate the spirit of bipartisanship and cooperation that uh, Representative Reed mobilized to pass legislation that directed our 1,466 public schools to put in God we trust into the school system. As a student of history, history I am disappointed to hear that uh, the compliance with the state law required the display of the motto to be described as a loophole. Our actions are not a political game. We believe they are appropriate and enduring placement of the national motto on the currency and coins. How can that display not be acceptable? And, uh, then said that how could our display be considered unfortunate and silly? Hmm. <laughs> so I I find it amusing. I I think it's I do kind of think it's silly, but the th part that I find silly is the fact that that motto is on our currency in any case. No, true. Yeah. Well, that and I liked uh, I, I liked their point was because <laughs> he was like you know the representative was uh, really disappointed in the Fayette County schools and. He was like, yeah, Fayette County Schools, I know that you're complying with the law, but couldn't you read between the lines? That was not the point of why I forced this through. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lies I told to get this passed, you should have seen through those lies and realized what I was trying to do. <laughs> yeah, he also, Heath, was sad that, to think that the schools deprived their students of the opportunity to create artwork to display the national motto. He actually had it in mind that the students would be creating artwork that would say, in God we trust. So not only is it a matter of displaying the motto, but he wants the students to be forced into writing that motto and c coming up with artwork to be displayed in the school. <laughs> wow. How about we put a $1 bill in a frame and call it a day? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in... In Australia, I wanted to mention this guy, a Archbishop, Archbishop Peter Comensali. I don't know. That might be his name. He says that uh, he disagrees with the Catholic Church. They are, they are trying to make it – well, they are relenting and making it so that if somebody confesses to pedophilia within the confessional, that the priest has to report them. And he says that he would rather not – break the seal of confession he would rather deal with the uh the pedophilia himself he thinks he's equipped to deal with that in what way could a <coughs> priest be equipped to deal with someone confessing i mean, well, I mean the, the delusional type would think that you know it, it, god would repair this human if he if only the priest would pray hard enough <laughs> wow uh, yeah I, I guess to be okay with breaking the, the confidentiality of the confessional would be him admitting that it is pointless ceremony and meaningless lip service. Mm. And you can't admit that aloud. Apparently you can, but then you have to split the Methodists up into two different flavors of Methodists. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah, if you, if you were saying that 
the law is greater than the the confessional, then you're admitting that the confessional cannot repair all. Right. And to think to to think that these people still believe that their church can handle mm. these situations. And this I, is a Catholic archbishop. Yeah. yeah. To be clear. Yeah. Uh, that's astounding. Yeah. But in better news, mm. Ebola, they have come out with a vaccine for Ebola that has achieved a 90% survival rate. This in comparison to a couple other drugs. Um, the largest outbreak had a 40% death rate. Um, another one uh, previous had a 68% death rate. The people who have been given the vaccine for Ebola have, uh, this particular vaccine, have had a 90% survival rate. So it has to be given wow. to people in pre or in early stages of the Ebola virus for it to be right. effective. But mm. those numbers are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like quite the breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. So anti-vaxxers, you can just... Have your bowl all you want. <laughs> Please let your children get the vaccination, though. No, that's all I can ask. Well, hey, I was told by my doctor today that there's some vaccinations I should be getting when I'm 50 and 60. Yep. I thought I was done with that shit. No, you should get the Tdap every 10 years, which is tetanus, diphtheria, percussus, pertussis, uh, whooping cough. You get that every 10 yes. years because it, it won't necessarily hurt you, but any children you, you're around, it can do them quite great damage. <laughs> it's... Well, Herd immunity, do it anyway. And then you should get a shingles vaccine. Yeah, he mentioned shingles and something else. Yeah, pick up the other one is. But shingles is, yeah, if you've ever had chickenpox, it's a resurgence of chickenpox and it's very painful. You should get that one. Mm. A vaccine for that? Yeah, yeah, I'm all over. Sign me up. Well, he said not yet. I, he said when I'm 50 and then another yeah. one when I'm 60. So mm. he, I did know I have to get, go get a flu shot, he said. Yes, again, sure. herd immunity. I've never, I've never had a flu shot before. You yeah. should do that. Oh, flu well, shots go, are good going, to get every year. Yeah, I'm going this October to get my first flu shot. Good. <laughs> Just to to pound home the science, you need you you need you don't really need, but to help with herd immunity and to make sure that you are, are don't aren't susceptible to the flu, you should get the flu vaccine every year because the flu evolves and it mm. evolves quickly. That's why you need to right. get it every year. Evolution and vaccines. Boom. <laughs> but the, it's at a certain age you should be getting a flu shot. Not everybody, right? Everybody. No, everybody. I think uh, infants, I don't know when they first get their flu shots. I don't know how old. But no, everybody should get a flu shot. They usually, if they're in a shortage, kids and, and elderly get it first. And mm. us in the middle get it later. But um, if there is enough, everybody should get it. Because of herd oh. immunity. I did not know that. We yeah. are not vulnerable as vulnerable as immune-compromised people, children, elderly, but um, we can help prevent the spread. So yeah. I think I think it's pushed on us a little bit more since we work on a university, and yeah. it's basically a ginormous Petri dish. So And they come in right. from all over the world, bringing their germs with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Final story. Let's hit, uh, hit up on Jim Baker. We haven't mentioned Jim Baker in a while. <laughs> so... <laughs> Last year, he came out with a silver solution, in quotes. It's a silver gel. He says that, uh, I know I shouldn't, shouldn't say this on television, which he should say that a lot more. Huh. The gel will kill venereal diseases, all kinds, all of them. And it has mm. real, no real side effects that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. 
Because it is 100% untested, is what I hear. So, California residents, uh, there's a Proposition 65 warning that says that the product can, if this passes the the Proposition 65, it would have to add a warning because it contains chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects and other reproductive harm. And you're supposed to be rubbing this on your genitals. Now, one moment though. I've been I have been to California, and you can go in every place you go. There's a sign on the wall somewhere that says "use of this product," whatever it is they're talking about. And this, we we saw this in every fast food restaurant, every restaurant. There's a sign somewhere in every goddamn building in California that says this product contains chemicals known to the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects. They're everywhere. So that part of it's a little important. a little too far, a little bit too far to the left. Yes, a little too far to the left. Sure. The other thing is, silver actually is an antibacterial. Does so it actually use silver? Does it say that it... It, it says silver gel, so I'm guessing it's got <laughs> some silver in it. But that, so that's how it that kills seems werewolves? Like a leap. You think Jim Baker is using his money to put actual silver into a gel <laughs> that you can put on your dick? Well, homeopathically, <laughs> he's using silver, I'm sure. It had it's got silver. sparkles in it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I would, I edible would, sparkles. I think you're better off putting honey on your junk because <laughs> it's also an antibacterial, and you'll get more. What, what these people watching his show do <laughs> should just put their hands on their junk and jerk off, and they'll be a lot happier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your prostate will be in great health. <laughs> as soon as you said about putting honey on your junk, Jeff said, "Go on." <laughs> 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 let's let's not give Baker money to put silver gel on no. your genitals. No. <laughs> Has no real side effects that we know of. Mm-hmm. So he's getting into the Alex Jones game. Right. Oh. He'll yeah. be selling brain pills and, and backpacks that, you know, bug out bags and shit like that and marrow soup or whatever the fuck <laughs> that shit. The bone marrow pills. Because as we have already determined time and time again, it is all about the money. Mm-hmm. Truth. Yeah, like, this fucker's not rich enough. He's like, oh, man, there's another way to exploit these fucking people. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> yep. I'm curious, though. According to uh, according to CelebrityNetWorth.com, Jim Baker is worth $500,000. He's not even a millionaire. He's handed off his, his uh, stuff to his wife, I bet, and his kids. Yeah, probably. The- Fucker lives a life of, lux- life of luxury, taking it from poor people. His Christ would be very angry with him. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure there's some way around this. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say what Grinch said. He said, shit, I dip my dong in Goldschlager, and it always comes up clean on the health department. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Antibacterial. Yeah. <laughs> All right, does anybody have anything else? Uh, nope. Not that it's a real story or anything Ooh. like that, but uh, damn, have you guys seen the NRA is like in fucking disarray? Yeah. Yeah. It's just falling apart. They, they just lost another guy, uh, the sixth board member to leave. Well, and supposedly uh, LaPierre is in a lot of trouble because he's been spending all their money on shit for himself and his family. Yeah, that $6 million mansion he wanted them to buy him. Yeah. What the fuck? But he still has, 
Lafayette. What's his name? Lapierre. La Lapierre. Wayne. Wayne Lapierre. He yeah. still has all the political stuff because Trump was like, "Oh yeah, we're all on board. We're going to do this background check." Wait, the phone's ringing. Wait a minute. Let me take this. Um, yeah, the background checks. We we pretty much got that covered. We're doing that already. Right. Never mind. <laughs> well, from what I hear, a lot of NRA members are pissed off about him as well. Oh yeah, so, I even heard about so. this from my right wing. Uh, uh, I don't even co-workers <laughs> yeah they they're not happy with him coming out and saying anything about background checks so it, which begs the question and it, I want to fucking slam my face into my fucking dashboard over what? here like why are we listening to the NRA but fuck because they donate, they own half of the I know, the but it's like, like everyone's like, well, what's, what's the NRA going to say? Fuck, who fucking cares? They're a fucking private organization. Go fuck themselves. Because they say, they call you up and they say, if you don't do what we want you to do, we won't send you $10 million next year. And people go, Yeah, oh, and then Wayne's going to have to live, Wayne will get a $16 million mansion instead yeah. of a six. Well, what, they it, don't they don't withhold the money. They still they still give the money to the GOP, but then mm-hmm. they tell the GOP you can't give any of that money to these people because they did not get an A on our report card. Right. Well, I know that I have packs. to say, yeah, if the NRA goes down, I feel like we'll be much better off. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, can we if we if we go back to the early days of the NRA when they taught well, people yeah. how to use weapons and they didn't they weren't you know corporate lobbyists. If we could go well, back when to they those were for, days, they yeah, when they were around. for the gun owners, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, not the gun yeah. sellers, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not political, so it's probably not appropriate for this show. But we do cover a lot of doom, mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you haven't heard, most of the Amazon rainforest is currently on fire. Mm-hmm. And will probably be gone by the end of the year. Well, yeah. didn't uh, also Greenland melt the, the most water ever? Yes, yeah. Like over this thing where they're like, "Wow, we predicted this would happen in 2070, and it happened to, to, in July." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. right. Just, I did not know that, but yeah. pack it up. Which is why, <laughs> right. which is why Trump wants to buy it because soon you can be able to get to those sweet, sweet minerals. So. <laughs> <laughs> So that we can dig more out of the uh, earth and put more carbon in the, the sky. Yeah. Exactly. And he's going to mail all those gemstones to us, right? We all get like a little envelope full <laughs> of gemstones. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. In the Just like those deals. Beads, yeah. Saudi Arabia's buying guns from us, man. <laughs> well, I didn't see any money from that. <laughs> no. Well, it's like all that, all that good tariff money we're getting from China. It's going straight into the government. Aren't you seeing the benefit from that? This This country is seriously... The go fuck yourself country. <laughs> <laughs> like, where did I hear it? Where they're like, we'll let you. So-. I think it was Bill Maher said, "Is like, we'll let you soar as high as you want, but if you fucking stumble, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're on your own." Yep. Yep. Rugged individualism. <laughs> yep. Pull yourself up by them bootstraps. Keep yep. doing it. All right. Before before I wrap up, I did want to mention. I did try to end this on a Jim Baker tells you to rel- rub gel on your junk story. I, I tried to end it on a, on a laugher. That's, but. Well, we'll give you credit for that one. Good, good attempt. <laughs> I blame Ian. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by going to our Patreon page and signing up. And you could even listen to us and, and chat at us live. Um, if you can't do that, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or share the podcast on your local social media. Put it on your Facebook page. Again, you could also contact us on our Facebook page, uh, Profane 
or slash profane arg or tweet at profane arg. And if you like this podcast, take a listen to other shows on the soon to be named network, soon to be named network.com also available on Tumblr. You can take a look at other shows that are on there for your podcasting needs. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. And until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.